What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Ivy League Mindset Podcast. This is episode two. In this episode, we sit down with our friend Teresa. She's a vegan athlete and a personal trainer. We chat about the mindset behind being a vegan athlete, about the challenges that she overcame along the way from transitioning to becoming vegan, and she gives tips and tricks and some advice for people that are looking to get into that vegan lifestyle. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back again. We're here with Dan and our special guest, Tressa. Um, how's it going, Tressa? Good, how are you? Good. Our first topic we're going to talk about is being vegan. So so everybody knows Dan and I are not vegan, but our guest, Tressa, is. So she's a little bit different than the typical vegan that you're thinking about, but yeah, we'll get into this here. So, Tressa, can you tell us how you became vegan, why and when? Yeah, so I, um, it's been about five years, I think. This year is five years. Um, it all started when I was talking to a running coach and asking him, I want to run faster, I want to recover faster. And he's, he just kept on asking me questions about my diet, and I told him, and then he gave me this book. And it, I can't remember the name of it, but it was um, this Iron Man who like was just plant-based and um, I read his book and how he like the things that he, the obstacles he overcame you know eating plant-based um, how it helped him recover how it helped him run faster how it helped him like just do things he wasn't able to do before so um, I read the book and I was like totally convinced <laughs> that this is the way I should be eating because I never liked meat in the first place <laughs> I, so you are vegan more for the performance and health of it and not more for, like I'm, I'm sure that you respect animals and everything, but it's more for the performance and health, right? Absolutely, it, my eating this way is completely self-serving. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> you know, like how, you know, some of us sh- should be more, you know, selfish about this kind of stuff because it is taking care of yourself, right? Absolutely. So that's the thing. I I wanted to perform better. Mm -hmm. I wanted to recover faster. Um, I wanted to be able to do things that, you know, I felt that I was limited before and didn't know that diet was um, limiting me. So I, before I started, I read and I researched and I, all the, the things that could go wrong, all the things that could go right, like I did not just stop cold turkey. I, I was I did the research first. Uh, I spent a f- good few months um, reading literature, reading books, watching videos, watching people like what their reactions were about their how they started and their pros and cons. So you did your do Oh yeah, I wasn't about to dive into this not knowing what I'm about to expect because I was messing with my body <laughs> and I didn't want to um, I didn't want anything bad to happen. Um, I was expected to perform, like, because I was, you know, we were training people, and people look up to me as, a, <laughs> you know what I mean, as a fitness person, which I didn't know why back then. But um, and I wanted to do my due diligence before I made this decision that would change my whole life and change my body. So. Did you see a big difference in your performance when you switched over? Instantly. Instantly. Okay. Instantly, as soon as I switched. Um, my recovery was 
unbelievable. Do you think that's part of uh, inflammation? It could have been. It could like, it could have been. Like I, I wouldn't, I couldn't pinpoint what the issue was. Yeah. Um, but what I noticed is instantly, well, there few things were happening. Like mm-hmm. a lot of pros, like a lot of good things were happening, and a lot of bad things were happening at the same time. Like with the transition to being vegan? Yeah, when I when I cut off meat, um, yeah, good things were happening. I was recovering fast. I was running faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that I wanted. But um, my digestion was messed up. I wasn't used to all the fiber. Um, I was, wasn't sure uh, I was missing micronutrients that I didn't know that I was getting with meat. And so I had to do research to find out what micronutrient I was missing and what I needed to replenish because there were some days where I couldn't get out of bed. See, I like that you said that because it sounds like as you ran into a barrier or a block, you did your research to overcome it, where a lot of people I see would just quit, right? They see, okay, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm doing a new thing. Oh, what's happening to my body? It's not good. Okay, let's transition back. Yeah, yeah, and people do that. They something goes wrong, and then they say, "This is not good for me." Yeah, <laughs> of, I see that all time and time again, especially with intermittent fasting. Yes. Right? Oh, that's that's a whole nother like. We'll I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Like I, I know people do that, and I, I wasn't about to do that because I knew good things were happening and I was I was seeing the difference right so I was like you know I have to keep going I mean I was running faster I was I, I, for instance I was doing like a 10 minute mile and then I went to like a 7 minute mile that's, that's, <laughs> wow yeah like, that's a big difference for a long like I was doing like 30 I, like I just couldn't believe how fast I was running and that what that sort of thing was instant um but then I mean you have to you can't just eat like bread and and carbs and whatever you know what I mean like you have to really focus on micronutrients um, your recovery foods everything for me was endurance so I needed a lot of calories like mm-hmm. I couldn't eat 1500 calories or 20 I had to eat like 3000 calories and because I was I was training for marathons so that's why I loved this book that I read the first book I read because this guy was an Iron Man and he, everything was him was endurance right um, Veganism, the way I eat right now, plant-based, is not the way I ate when I first started. I'm not eating nowhere near the way I did. So it depends on what you're focused on. The more informed you are, the more you change. Exactly. So that was for, when I first started, it was for endurance-based. Now I'm doing it for, for like, building. So building, eating, plant-based is a whole different thing. So, yeah. I think, did I answer all your questions? Yeah. Okay. Do you... you, um, were you plateauing at the point that you made that transition? Uh, With your times and everything? Or were yeah, you trying to get better? I was. Tr- I wanted to get better. Yeah. I wanted to get better and I wasn't, uh, like I was running and everything was the same. It was always the same. Um, I would always hit walls. I would always get burnt out um, all the time. And I just didn't, I didn't know why. So when I spoke to the running coach, and I was like, I need to speak to a running coach and find out what's going on. I spoke to more than one actually. Um, first thing he said was, "What are you eating?" Like that was crazy. Uh-huh. I said, "What do you mean? What am I eating? Aren't you? Don't you want to see what I'm? What my running style is like?" Which he did correct, but he asked me what I was eating. See, this guy sounds like he's a smart guy, too, right? Because <laughs> doing that accessory stuff, the things that are outside the sport, yeah, that you got to do. I, I don't think people look at that too often, right? Yeah. Um. So, do you do intermittent fasting now? 
I try, I don't do it. I'm not doing it now. Um, I try to do it as much as possible. I absolutely love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's my thing. Um, but I don't always like get to intermittent fast because of my days. Um, so if I have a really, really long day, then I won't be able to do it. But as much as, as I can, I will. What's your thoughts on, um, so you're a trainer also, so people know. Yeah. Um, what's your thoughts on people transitioning to being vegan or doing intermittent fasting? What's your thoughts on that? The thing about being a trainer is people always are interested in what I'm eating. And my clients want to know what I'm eating. And obviously they want me to suggest food for them. Um, and they automatically think that they should eat the way I eat. And I said, no, like this is this is my choice. This is what I do for me and what works best for me, right? Um, but uh, I don't encourage people to eat the way I eat. I tell them what I eat, but, and if they're interested, then I'm gladly to offer them information. But um, no, I just have them eat the, like a, a good, healthy diet. Make sure you have your macronutrients and your micronutrients. Those are the most important things. So, um, and make sure your macro ratio is is like for what your goals are right so um and intermittent fasting i always suggest um i i suggest it i don't tell people to do it absolutely i always absolutely. say yeah, yeah. i say hey this is another way of eating um i tell them a few things i mean there's intuitive eating intermittent fasting there's just your regular you know daily caloric intake you know what i mean for bulking or for losing give them all the options and then they choose what else but these are all ways to kind of depending fitting on their goals but you know what I mean as trainers a lot of the time you got to let them know that we're guiding them mm -hmm. like we if I've seen it time and time again where people are doing whatever diet they're gonna do they follow the plan exactly what the plan the trainer tells them to do but they don't spend the time learning why the trainer is giving them that style mm -hmm. right so Whatever plan you're doing, understand why they're doing it and why you're losing weight or yeah. why you're reaching your goals, right? Because at some point, if you don't have the trainer or don't have that program or plateau, what have you learned from the program, right? Yeah, exactly. So just yeah. like intermittent fasting, we're just you know guiding people mm -hmm. towards doing something better for themselves or whatever the case, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I, I just tell people, listen, what are your goals? And then this will help you. We, this is the way you eat to, that will help you towards your goals. If and your this goals, is why, right? Right. Yeah. And I said, like, my goals are different. Exactly. So you can't eat the way I eat because it depends on what your goals are, right? So like I've just recently transitioned. So I was eating so much food and now I've cut my calories. You know what I mean? I'm like in a cutting period. So are you just going to switch because I switched? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you kind of already answered this question. Yeah. But I had a buddy. I was discussing that. I was going to talk to you about being vegan and all that stuff. And uh, I'll th this is what I find with people who definitely don't want to be vegan. Mm -hmm. They're like, there's no way that she'll get her proteins and her fibers in her no, sorry, not fiber. Of course, yeah. you're gonna get lots uh, of fiber. Yeah. <laughs> Proteins and B12 and yeah. omega threes and all that stuff, right? What's your What's your thought on hitting all your macronutrients, your essential stuff that you need to perform, right? When I first started, um, getting my micronutrients 
I didn't know what micronutrient was in what. So I act, I had to learn food. Like I had to, like now I know where to get all my iron from, what foods to get my iron from. Now I know where to get my vitamin C from. Now I know where to get my calcium from. People don't realize we don't get enough calcium. <laughs> and you guys can get it with milk, but you know, broccoli has more uh, calcium than milk. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> if you guys want to know. Yeah. But, um, but things like that. Now I had to learn what foods supported what micronutrient um, and what foods same thing with macronutrients. So I need to know where I got most. I mean, nobody knows that there's protein in romaine lettuce. Like, yeah. people don't know that. Yeah. So I, I, that's what I had to learn, right? So I learned what foods gave me what and how much of it I needed. That's exactly it. So. You know, what I tried to explain to him, not that I was defending being vegan yeah. or anything like that, but if you take, say, 100 people and you ask them, even if they ate meat, if they were vegan, vegetarian, or anything like that, if they eat correctly, right there, it is, it's yeah. already invalid what he was saying about not being able to, oh, she can't get her proteins and she's probably not going to be able to eat right. Well, that could go with any style of Anything, eating, right? yeah. Any, anybody cannot hit their macros. Yeah, I it mean, doesn't matter what style. Yeah, right? it doesn't matter where, yeah. You could just not hit your macros at all. And and your micros. I mean, micros are just important as macros. Yeah. People don't realize. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? You could hit your macros and get minimal micronutrients, yeah. right? So, um, yeah, I totally agree. Like, you kind of you have to know what you're about to get into um, when you're when you're thinking about going plant-based or just getting it. I mean, for the first two years, I ate cheese because, like, that's I had to wean off of it. It was like addictive, right? <laughs> so I had to wean off of cheese. Eggs, I was no problem to get rid of. But I mean, what is it in cheese that I was like needed to have, right? Like, so there are foods that out there that you know you you just learn what the mac the macronutrient is the micronutrient is and you eat it like if you're finding i'm um, feeling this way or feeling that way maybe you're missing something check it out figure out what it is and eat that food like everything comes in food um i could have just ate bread for the rest of my life but i mean you know what i mean which is, has protein it has all everything that you need yeah. right but i mean performance wise it wasn't helping me out so now, i know that you do it for performance do you do you do it for longevity too? Absolutely, absolutely. You like think I, it's the the best um, best way to go. I I think so because I mean, you always you feel better. You never like I can't tell you the last time I like right now I'm fighting a cold. Like uh oh. Like I'm just kidding. No, but seriously. <laughs> but does it look like I'm fighting a cold? Like, you know what I mean? Like my lymph nodes are swollen. But like I'm, yeah. I'm not like I don't feel like I'm not sneezing. I'm not you know I like I my immune system is built up. Like I'm yeah. building up so that I, and nothing holds me back that way. So you got to make sure that you're getting exactly what you need to boost your immune system. Make sure your recovery is okay. Make sure you're you're ready to go out there and train and not feeling sluggish and tired and whatever. Um, if you're not training, you're not your body's not changing. Your cells are not regenerating. Like your blood's not flowing like think all of that is about longevity right and, yeah, and and being able to move sorry another part of that too is like you said um now i feel like having good health and good fitness will help you battle these sicknesses as they come right mm -hmm. being the being the best you can be at the time 
will help you battle whatever mm -hmm. is next for you, right? Exactly. If you don't take care of yourself, how's your body going to take care of the sicknesses that come exactly, when you yeah. don't take care of yourself, Well, things right? that you can control. Like, things that you can control. Yes. Like, if, say things are hereditary in your family. That's fine. That's great. Like, I mean, not great. But I mean, like, that's what things that you can't control. But if you can control diabetes, if you can control um, heart disease, like, my family has a history of heart disease. Every one of my aunts and uncles have had a heart attack or stroke. You know what I mean? I want to prevent that. So <laughs> I feel the same way. So if I, I'm going to do whatever I can, eat as well as I can, work out, you know what I mean, live a healthy lifestyle in order so that doesn't happen for me or my family, you know what I mean? But it's in my family line. If I can control that in any way by the way I'm eating, that's a responsibility, you know? See, I, I feel like people should really look at the trends in their family mm -hmm. a little more mm -hmm. and make the right choice, right? Mm -hmm. If you know with the heart disease or diabetes, do you really want that? Yeah. You gotta really I ask know. yourself. And everybody will say no. Mm -hmm. Well, make the choices to not do, be like exactly. that, right? If you can control that by the way you're eating and, the, and how often you move, I mean, why wouldn't Come you? On, why right? wouldn't you, right? Like, why wouldn't you make that decision? Like the other day, I was um, at work, and they're like, "Let's order Chinese food for lunch." And I said, "No." And they're like, "Trust you want Chinese food?" I said, "No." It's like, the, no offense, high sodium. <laughs> <laughs> I go, "It's too much sodium. I've, that causes high blood pressure." Oh, you ruin everything. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we're not gonna order Chinese food. And I go, you know what? Like, the thing, but I have to think about like me and my family and high blood pressure your, runs. Your health, yeah. My high that runs in my family, high blood pressure. So I'm gonna make take it easy on the sodium mm -hmm. because I know for me and my family that doesn't that, that goes was with hand your in hand. Hmm? That was with your family or work? It was, I was at work. Okay, at work, yeah. So there, it's good for them, but yeah. for me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? My hands are going to get swollen. I'm going to, like, you know what I mean? It, like, my body has to go through a recovery with high sodium. See, right? everybody always has that choice when it comes to that event. Yeah, there's always going to be, like, those cupcakes or whatever, All right? the time. Every single time. All so the time. Every single event, especially if you're a very social person, a yeah. popular person, where you have a lot of events. Having a couple cupcakes every single weekend, yeah. that, that might be a it'll little much. It'll do something, right? yeah. It'll, it'll do up. something, yeah. It's like doing little things to better yourself. Those mm -hmm. all build up to a great, better thing. Yeah. Those little bad things all build up, we all know. Exactly, yeah. Bigger, better And I'm, I'm all for flexible dining. Like, I'm, I, that's, I'm into, like, I like life. You know what I mean? I don't just not, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I eat sociably as well, you know yeah. what I mean? I have a piece of cake. When it's somebody's birthday, or you know what I mean, if we're selling some, celebrating something on the weekend, then I'll have pizza or whatever. Um, but I mean, that's life. Mm -hmm. But you can't you can't get away from that. But I mean, you have to be responsible for the rest of the time, right? So can't be an everyday thing. Exactly. So. Yeah. So. And uh, headed towards your goal, depending on what your goal is, right? Yeah. Sometimes you got to say no to those those events where you know if you're headed to a goal, like we talked about last time is what kind of path do you want? Do you want that straightforward to your goal path? Mm -hmm. Or do you want that really windy, yeah. takes a little bit longer yeah. path, right? And it's up to, it's up to the person. Oh, if, yeah. They, yeah, if they if they said, you know what, I can't go out with, go without a piece of cake, or I can't go without a sliced pizza, well, fine, just know. Just know, be mentally prepared that this is going to take a little bit longer. If you're okay with that, then so be it. You know what I mean? But if you're one that wants, I want this done in six months, then you have to make the decision for it to finish in six months. Like you have to make the hard decisions. 
So I want your opinion on this. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you should be more, if you have a goal, if you should be more optimal before you go to have those treats at an event? Mm-hmm. Like, say that you're trying to lose a lot of weight, you don't have strong mental and mm-hmm. physical right now. Do you think it's okay? Not that it's not okay, but to have that piece of cake at the birthday party, mm-hmm. or should you be more optimal before you make those choices? I, I it depends on the person. Like I think if they have like, I, well actually, it's a hard one because I mean for those people who have 10 pounds to lose yeah. versus someone who has like 50 pounds to lose. Yeah. The person that's losing 50 pounds has an, an easier time to kind of, they can have a piece of cake and still lose like crazy, yeah. you know what I mean? But that person losing 10 pounds, that's the last 10 pounds, that is like, I w- yeah, it's tough and I would not compromise on those ones. No, I would definitely not compromise. I mean, you have to stay focused. That's where discipline and like that's where that comes in. If you have that self-discipline, which I know a lot of people don't have, but I mean, if you can strive for that to make sure that you're, you know what I mean, your goal is your first and foremost. It happens to me actually in training a lot. I have to, when I'm training somebody and I know their goals, I always have to remind them during training when it gets tough. You know that you know that time when you see like they're about to break and they're about to quit and they're they're just shortcutting everything and I'm, I have to remind them like what is what's your end point? As soon as you remind them, they're back on track. They're killing it. They're you know what I mean? I I like what you said there because I feel like more of the way I train people now is on the mental side. Yes. Right. Absolutely. If you get your mental right, you can accomplish anything. Absolutely. But if that mental is always, they always remember. Okay, you know, I really want that piece of chocolate Mm -hmm. every single night. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my routine. Mm -hmm. They can't break it because that's what they always done. Yeah. You know, it's tough to break that, but if you get your mental right on being better. Yeah. You know, that things can change for the better. Yeah. If you make that change. Absolutely. Like. I, I'm thinking of another client as well who's who's she wants to lose I don't know how much pounds in like the year a year and she'll send me pictures like she's at a party or whatever and she'll send me pictures of dessert <laughs> and I have to like talk her down <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. okay just remember what your goals are like you remember if you take this cake like what's gonna happen you know what I mean and then and then she'll send me a picture of like of a fruit platter and a vegetable platter. I'm like, good choice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. good choice. You yeah. know what I mean? Support like, them. Support that, them. Right? Remind them, and then it's up to you in the end, but, right? Uh, you know, I will never punish any of my clients. Maybe, maybe just a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> if they eat something bad, no. Because you need to no. teach them yeah. to make that choice on their own. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Like I said, if you follow everything the trainer says, but no. never learn anything. Exactly. You're yeah. You're gonna be in trouble for the long run, right? You yeah. gotta, you gotta learn to break it down in your own mind yeah. to find out the reasons why you're saying yes to that cake every yeah. single time. And the thing of it is, I, I, I don't know how you operate, but the way I operate with clients is, I don't want to see you like after a year. I want to be able to teach you everything I know that you can go on and like, like teach yeah. a fish. Yeah, teach a fish, right? You just yeah. do it yourself. You don't need me anymore. You know what I mean? I don't want you to be like a lifetime client. Yeah. Yeah, you I don't want them to be dependent on no, you. No, I want you to. I want you to learn from me, like whatever I can teach you and tell you and help you with your with your goals, to be able to learn that and then just take it and run. And then I like, 
I'll be like, I'll just be applauding you and you're going off. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, yeah, I don't want you to be, I don't want to be your trainer the rest of your life or your nutrition coach. I want you to learn and know and do it yourself and then help others. You know what I mean? That's the way I am. I don't, I, I, I'm not sure if that's how you operate as well, but that's, that's exactly how I feel about that. Yeah. I'm willing to give up any information. Yeah. I have absolutely. I'm not afraid of that. Though. No, absolutely. If they, anybody has questions about anything that I can, that I, and I won't be arrogant thinking I know everything, but I'll give you the information that I know, and mm-hmm. you know, if I can find other information for you, then definitely. Yeah. But. So maybe let's jump into. What does a typical meal look like for you? Like, what's a typical vegan meal? Like, let me give you an example. So, like, if you were to say, what's it, like, for me, what's a typical meal for me? Usually I have some sort of meat, like a fish or chicken or red meat or something like that mm-hmm. with maybe some rice or something mm-hmm. and vegetables. Mm-hmm. What would your plate look like not having that meat there for your proteins, like your main protein source that's really going to fill you up and give you that? So, for instance, like I, I'll have a hot or a cold salad. So, um, so people are like, what are, what are hot salads? You just stir fry some spinach. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like you just throw in the zucchini and the pepper. Like I call it a hot salad, yeah, right? Yeah. So um, that is my like 50%. 50% is all greens and like water-based hydrating vegetables. I don't cook them to death. I just cook them enough to warm them up. Um, and then my proteins are usually some sort of like I'll have a bean or um, edamames or sometimes I'll have tofu and then I have carbs. So then I'll have like sweet potato or um, some sort of, I can have a little bit of quinoa or a little bit of rice. Uh, I don't, I only eat rice, like I just came off of rice and potato and stuff when I'm eating more calories. When I start to cut off that I don't eat rice and I kind of stick to sweet potato and things like that. But um, Definitely my plate is full of vegetables first, and then I add in my um, edamames, tofu, lentils, black beans, like anything like that, anything high protein like that. So, And beans have a lot of uh, carbs, so I kind of get my carb source there as well. So, um, Breakfast is always a breakfast smoothie. Like I love smoothies because I put, I take supplements. So, um, and they're mostly powdered. So I throw all my powdered supplements in my smoothie. I either have a smoothie or a smoothie bowl. <laughs> so like that's what my breakfast is. Yep. Um, I've been, I've been doing protein pancakes once in a while here. So that's been pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's what my breakfast typically is. Um, again, it's going to sound boring, but my lunchtime now is same thing, hot or cold salad. Um, or I'll do a, like a stir fry, like a rice noodle stir fry or something like that. Love stuff like that. But my protein sources are mostly um, beans, greens, and sometimes tofu. So. So you've been, you said you've been doing this for five years now. Yeah. Do you ever like sub in any meat or any dairy, like eggs or cheese or anything like that anymore? Or are you like straight strict vegan? I'm not strict. I'm not strict. Um, so for instance, if I'm at a birthday party and there's cake. Cakes are made with eggs. I'll have a slice, a slice of cake. Um, if my family's ordering pizza, they won't order a special. Like I won't say order me like a cheeseless. I'll have a slice of pizza with cheese on it. So um, that happens maybe like once a month, once every two months or so. Um, depends, yeah. But pretty much like I'm not strict. Like if it were in my control, I would eat just I would get strict every day but I'm not I'm not always like I work 
I travel, I work, I'm, food is provided for me um, as much as they possibly can. My work is awesome. They'll order vegan um, plates for me, like <laughs> special vegan plates for me. But when that can't happen um, and I can't talk to the cook and ask him to make something for myself, um, I'll eat something with dairy in it. Yeah. So uh, meat and eggs, I won't, I'll, I'll just say no. Sorry, I can't handle that. Like I, um, I never liked really the way eggs, like the consistency. So it's kind of... Uh, I'll pass on like all dairy is fine, but meat and eggs. I'll say no. So it's easy. It was an easy transition for you. Oh, and eggs were no problem. Eggs yeah. and meat were no problem. Um, I used to eat meat because I thought I needed the protein. That's the only reason why I was eating meat. If I had a choice, if I wasn't like wasn't an athlete or any training, I would have not been eating meat at all. I was only eating it because I thought I needed the protein. And when I found out that there were other like sources, plant-based that I could eat, it was like a no-brainer. Do you think meat is bad for us? No, I don't think meat is bad. Um, the only thing I find with meat is that because we consume it every day, it's tough on the digestive uh, tract, right? Too. Yeah, really, really hard. I mean, when you think about it back in the day, if you did like a little bit of history, um, <laughs> this is where I go off on a tangent. No, go I'm sorry. For it. Go for it. This is the place. This is the time, place, and time. So I, I did my research on it. Like meat was a luxury. People were eating it once a week, like on a Sunday after church, as a as like their biggest meal of the week. And it was it's like you know kill the pig. We're having a feast. It was like that. Now we're eating it every day. Every um, meal. Every meal. Every meal. So I mean, uh, like I know that our bodies can handle it. I know our bodies can handle that kind of things because it's what we're made for. But um, the way we're eating it right now, I just find it's a little excessive. So when I when I tell people like you know, uh, with their meal plans and things like that, I always tell them you should do like one or two days a week where there's just no meat. Just let your body rest. It's hard to digest meat, so let your body rest. Let it just absorb vegetables and like push everything through. Meat stays in the intestine for three days. So every time you eat meat, like something is staying in there for three days. You know what I mean? So I mean, your digestive tract is like, it has to be optimal for performance. So if you're sometimes if you're keeping that in for three days, you're not always getting like a perfect flow out. People are like, oh, I go to the bathroom every day. Well, so you think of it as you're always carrying 20 pounds in there. So of course you're going to the bathroom every day because you know what I mean. You're always carrying something in there. So, but if you're not getting, like if you're, you want to make sure that you're getting all your, you're actually absorbing the nutrients that you're eating. If you're, this is getting kind of nitty gritty, but if your protective walls are covered in smut, right? Like just crap food that you've been eating, it's stuck. And you're eating spinach, but the walls in your intestines are the most poor. That's where you're getting your food from. So your nutrition from, your micronutrients. So if that's like blocked, how is your spinach, iron, all that kind of stuff getting to your body? It's That's just, why foods complement each other. Exactly. Right? That's why you got to eat your broccoli. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like really get a nice clean sweep out of there. Yeah. You know, clean the walls out and to be able to, that's why people do cleanses and things like that. They're, you want to absorb the nutrition that you're eating. Absolutely. So like I'm not opposed to cleanses because I think it's a good idea that to clean sweep your intestine, you know what I mean? And get the, get the nutrition out of your food that you need. Or else, you know what I mean? If you're not doing things like that, then I don't know exactly how much nutrition you're getting with your food. And you could be eating all the peppers and all that kind of stuff, but actually, how much are you absorbing? So. I know myself, I'm a regular meat eater, but like the last 
I'd say two to three months. Mm-hmm. I try to go one to two days a week. Yeah. No meat. Like I'll have a huge salad or like a warm salad, like yeah. you said. Yeah. And it's been hard for me because I'll try to replace my meat with beans or lentils yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And I'll eat it, and like the mind just isn't telling myself that I'm full. Yeah. Although I know I'm full because yeah. I know that like the, I've hit my macronutrients, yeah. or if not even more than what I would have if yeah. it would have been chicken or yeah. meat. And it's just that, like, minds, the change in your mind. It's oh, like, yeah. okay, like, you are full. You don't need to go eat more. Yep. Just let that settle. Let your body take yep. it. It's, uh, I think it's good for you. Like, it is yeah. definitely. Absolutely. Like, that's the mental part of it. Like, because you're missing something that you normally have, your body craves it, right? That's why it took, took, that's why it took so long for me to get off of cheese. Like, you know what I mean? I was a cheese eater. Like, I ate cheese all the time. So my body was like, put the I cheese on. Yeah, like, I need cheese. So, I mean, like, it's just, it's a it's your, it's your a mental thing. You don't need it, but, you know. Yeah, just like sugar, right? Exactly. You, you try to tell your clients or anybody, yeah. that, you know, you got to stop eating. Now, it's hard for them, right? Yeah. I like what you guys said about uh, digestion, and I've been saying this with the meat and everything, and I feel like... Every stage of your life, where you're teens, um, going in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you got to prepare for that next stage. Mm-hmm. So I definitely believe in my next stage as I transition to getting older is eating less meat mm-hmm. to help my body out so it doesn't have a hard time digesting. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's just looking forward, trying to prepare yourself for the next stage, right? Mm-hmm. If you're becoming a parent or having more kids or being more active or trying to enjoy your life for the next stage yeah you got to prepare now absolutely absolutely and that's the other thing about eating and you know having a family and things like that like you're you're kind of not like for me I'm I'm single so for me it's just about me guys but (laughs) (laughs) but for you you have a family like you're responsible for what you eat because your kids are expecting like you know I mean your wife is expecting you to last forever so you know what I mean to be there like sometimes, you're <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> so I mean that's a responsibility for you to take care of your, that isn't that just an, an enough like excuse to be responsible what you're eating and how you're moving and, and especially how you're moving especially how you're moving you know what I mean so the big thing I see now there's nothing wrong with the dad bod, right? But there isn't? If, you, if, if, you, if you have the dad bod and you can't play catch with your kid or exactly. move around with your kid, yeah. then it should be really be praising the dad bod with no function. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or do you want somebody else playing with your kid? Exactly. Because that, that would drive me nuts. Absolutely. Absolutely. That would drive me nuts. Yeah. I don't know about everybody else, but... Yeah. And especially like you, you never want your kids to see you ill. You never, you never want that. They I watch mean, you. yeah, they, they, they are watching and, and you, learn. And they learn, and they learn what so you, much. they learn what you eat. They learn how you move. I mean, I mean, your kids know how active you are, and it's, a, it's a part of their. It's already ingrained in their lives how to be active. Yeah, so that, that's the type of thing you have to like kind of be mindful. I think as if well. You, if you want to be a good parent, you got to understand that. Yeah. Not that I'm giving out parenting advice, but I feel like if you are an influence on somebody, then you might as well be a good influence. Absolutely. Right? For yourself and for others, you gotta, 
You gotta be better. Yeah, and I, I'm not saying eating this way is like better for better than any other eating. I'm just saying that I mean when you stick to kind of whole foods, natural foods, foods that come from the ground, foods are just le- that are less processed, whether you eat meat or not, right? If you stick to a good balanced diet that way, you're not eating processed foods, you're not eating too much sugar, then I mean I think you're golden, right? You're you're you sh- everything should be on the up and up but if you're you find yourself eating a lot of packaged food eating out all the time like things like that I mean how is that supposed to help your longevity right so depends it depends on what your goals are but most people want to be healthy and most people want to be active and most people want to participate with their families and want to do stuff and not be kind of held back because of like they're overweight or they're you know they're always feeling tired or when people say they're always tired, that, that gets me. That <laughs> gets me. Though, that gets right? me because I first thing I ask them to is, what are you eating? And then they kind of throw out what they're eating. And then they say, well, you know, I do eat healthy. And then when I look at their plates, they really think that that's healthy. They, they think that they're eating healthy. I had one person say to me, like, oh, you might, I want my daughter to lose weight. And I said, well, what does she eat? What does she have for her lunch today? Well, she had three samosas. Samosas are deep. Samosas are deep fried. They're deep fried. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm thinking, ah, it's deep fried. <laughs> like first thing I thought of was like, they think that's healthy because or deep fried chicken or, or deep fried fish chicken. Or, or I mean, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not insulting people's foods. I'm just saying that think of like how it's made. Think of how it's made. If it's made with too much salt, if it's made that it's deep fried. If it's made that with like a whole bunch of sugar, like ketchup, like you know what I mean? Like it has so much sugar in it. Um, those things disguise as healthy food, but they're they're really not healthy, and people are not aware of that. So you kind of have to teach them what a health food is, and not what everybody else has been saying, like what healthy food is, right? I think it's also yeah. important to remind the listeners that just because you're eating vegan doesn't mean you're mm-hmm. eating healthy. No. I know a lot no. of people that say they eat vegan, and oh. you ask them, oh, like what kind of foods can you eat? Yeah. And they're eating tons of processed food oh, that yeah. they buy at the grocery store, oh, yeah. chips, yeah. bread, bread, like, yeah. like they, oh, say yeah. they're, they say they're vegan and, and they say they're eating healthy, but you look at oh, what no. they're eating and even if you said you're eating like paleo or any other type of healthy thing, yeah. eating crap, crap like that. An Oreo is vegan. So, <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like you could be in order and say like, I'm, I'm vegan. So when I, when I say eat plant-based, eat vegan, I'm saying you're getting all your micronutrients. I mean, you're getting enough fiber. You're getting enough. You're getting all your macros, all of your macros. You're not just getting carbs and fats, because we can totally live on a, an avocado with nuts. Like, yeah. But if you're not getting any protein, you're, we know your body needs protein. Even though never, no one's ever suffered from a protein deficiency. That's what the studies say. Um, you you still need all three macronutrients, and you still need to make sure you're getting your micronutrients. That's what it's about. It's not about just cutting out meat and like loading up on carbs. <laughs> people don't <laughs> understand, you know, this journey is not going to be easy, right? No, no. And I, when I first started, I went through so many highs and lows. Like, my body wasn't used to taking in that much fiber. So I went through three months of bloating, like just three months of like stomach aching. Like, it was just the worst. But when I did, when I read about it before, they said, watch out for this. Your body's just adjusting to the amount of fiber you're taking in. And you're, I wasn't taking in that much fiber before. Um, they said, watch out for iron. I was lacking iron. And iron is just, 
essential for muscle endurance and for muscle building and energy. energy. So I had to like go and find out iron sources. Um, my B12s, I, I was able to supplement B12s no problem. That was, wasn't an issue for so me. So you do take a supplement for... I do. I take a B12 supplement, um, which is like not an issue. Just yeah. take one a day and that's good. Um, and what was the other micronutrient that was kind of, I was kind of lacking on and I noticed it in my performance. There was another one, but, um, again, I figured I did my research. I figured, okay, typed in like, these are my symptoms. What, what am I lacking? And then I found out and I went and I got the food or I got the supplement or whatever. And then it was, now I have like, it was, it was about three to six months of that. And then after that I took off, like I, like I always was getting everything that I need. See, one so. thing that uh, I like about Tressa is that she never gives up on whatever she sets out to do. I want to jump into you doing a pull-up for the first time. Yeah. Can you explain your Oh, my goodness. Like... So, so everybody knows... I'm just going to cry right now. <laughs> yeah. Tressa did the challenge that we had out a few weeks ago where you had to do 160 pull-ups or muscle-ups. She did 160 pull-ups, and she, so everybody knows, a few years ago, she couldn't even do one. No. So when, yeah. I, when I first, first met, met Hawk, um, he, would, he asked me, what, what are your goals? That's Hawk. That's <laughs> what Hawk. are your goals, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing here, <laughs> basically? And I said, I want, I want a pull-up. I want to get a pull-up. And we started, that was 10 years ago, yeah. and we... Uh, we worked out. We worked out, and you started me like on on pull up stair, but it was assisted. And every time we were, I was assisted, you were just kind of like, "Come on, Tressa, like you can, you don't need help." And I remember that, and that's when I was eating meat. Yeah. <laughs> and then I stopped eating meat, and then I did a pull up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the secret, guys. So um, so yeah, so the the. It, Hawk was like, just keep trying. Just, I remember you gave me exercises to do, make sure. And I had to be diligent. I had to be diligent with it. Um, and then I think it was like a year. I think it was one a year. A solid year. A solid okay. year of okay. like doing everything that Hawk told me to do to to um, to get this pull-up. One pull-up, guys. One like, pull-up. Yeah, it was one. So people know, yeah. Yeah, it was just one pull-up. And um, I was working in Toronto, and I messaged you, and I was like, you know those messages where you're like, ah! And then you show the video yeah. um, that I did one. I did one pull-up, and it took just over a year of like at it. And it's so funny because um, people, when they see me do pull-ups on Instagram, they're like, "Oh my goodness, I want to do a pull-up! Like, how how long did it take you?" And I would tell them like over a year. <laughs> And they're like, oh, I've been doing it for five weeks. I thought I should have had it by now. Jeez, yeah. And they're practicing once a week, once oh, a week. Yeah. And I'm like, no, like I was like five days a week, like doing negatives or just like doing the banded pull-ups, like just doing do. like everything that, that I had to do. And um, yeah, and the day that I did 160 and 20, like it wasn't even 24 hours. It was like, what, 18 hours or yeah, so you I, had 24 I hours, but yeah. she did it in a couple, like, no, yeah. My first plan was to do 80 and 80. I was like, I can't do 160. So I was like, I'm going to do 80 one day and 80 the next day. And then I think I had gotten to 80 at like 5 p.m. And I'm like, there's no way I'm doing pull-ups tomorrow. Like, there's no way. So I had to do 80 in three hours. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I kind of knew. She told me she was going to do 80 one day, 80 the next day. I knew she was going to do it in one day because <laughs> I know what it feels like. When you go to do, when you get to a certain point, you're like, 
I'm definitely not going to be able to do it. No, no. Like I, I just thought, no, this is it. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And I, and I, like, I got, I got a pull-up bar at work, <laughs> all set up. <laughs> like I planned to get that 160 done. Like I was like, okay, I said I was going to do it. I have to do it. And like I just, even now, I'm still like, oh my goodness, I can't believe going from one pull-up just a few years ago to doing 160. I want people to know, like. It's hard to get that first one, right? And this is not just talking about pull-ups. This is talking about any everything. Kind of goal. But we'll use pull-ups as an example right now. Is it's very hard to get that first one, but easy to build off of it. Absolutely. Right? Because on the on the road to getting that pull-up, you're gonna learn a lot about yourself, mm-hmm. right? You learn discipline with what you have to do mm-hmm. to achieve that goal, and you built a lot of strength for other things at the same time. Right, so never giving up, guys, yeah. and well, just keep pushing it's, through. Right? It's funny when I, when um when I started working with you, I think it was a few years ago, like three years ago, and I was telling saying to you, Hawk, I'm just not like rec- I don't know if you remember this. I was like, Hawk, I'm not recovering at all. I like that, I'm yeah. not, and and you're like, do some pull-ups right now, yeah. and I would do like three pull-ups, and I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm exhausted, and this is a testament. Like, it, I wasn't eating enough protein. Like you know what I mean? Like they say this is they say this is how much you need how much protein you need to survive. It's to be honest, it's only like 60, 80 grams. That's all you need to survive for a day. People eat that, no problem. Um, but for for my goals, like I wanted to be able to do muscle ups, and I'm like I wasn't recovering, I wasn't getting strong enough, and my body needed way more protein. I had to double, almost double what I was eating, and so being vegan as well, that's kind of like how much more food am I going to have? Yeah. Like, I'm already eating a lot of food. How much more food that I have to eat? But I did the research, and I found out, like, other sources and where I can, like, get compounds and, like, just double up on my foods. And let's um, see, now these days, everything out there is, like, plant-based, vegan. Like, there's a lot of places lot now. Of yeah, that have, like, even restaurants. Like, I go, to, I go to Freshy, and I'll get, I can get, clean food there like really and I love that the fact that I can just do that but like five years ago it wasn't like that so I had to figure out how am I supposed to get all these foods um, and how much I'm supposed how I'm supposed to up my protein to for the goals that I wanted because I wanted to get like I wanted to gain muscle and um, yeah I remember talking to you and you're I was like I'm not getting enough protein I don't know what you said but I that conclusion was I'm not getting enough protein so I figured it out and then took off from there. Like it just went from there. And that's another thing, right? Evolving as we get more information, mm-hmm. or as we age, we gotta understand more information to make that evolution right. in ourselves, right? Well, the thing of it is, is that I didn't. I mean, I, I I did the research, and I still wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like, so when your body changes, you do more research and you figure it out, exactly. and you and you and implement it, right? and implement it exactly. Yeah. Like. So, so just because I did all my research at five years ago, it doesn't mean that I just stopped. You know what I mean? Like things are changing. I'm growing. My body's changing, and I have to do like get like get more. Just realizing what's happening because everything is always changing, right? So. So you've mentioned a few times now about how it's really helped recovery. So what would you say are some of your favorite foods, like after a really hard workout, that you might take in? So you know that you can bounce back and have a have better recovery. Spinach and kale. Spinach and kale. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. After any th- type of hard workout, 
I make sure I get the darkest, deepest greens. And like, and when you when you eat spinach, in order to get to absorb the iron, you have to have a vitamin C with it. So make sure you're getting like some sort of vitamin C with that, because it helps your body absorb um, the iron from spinach more, or else your body only absorbs like seven percent of the iron of spinach. So, so are you taking a supplement when you do that, or do you have a food? I usually have a food or a supplement. And what? So what food would it be if you're? Um, so any like anything like you can have like a slice of orange or some lemon water okay. or like anything with vitamin C in it. You're yep. just take it in when you're eating spinach. Your body absorbs more iron than normal. So um, it doesn't have to be like like anything huge. Just the littlest things will will help, right? For sure. So um, uh, yeah, my my go-to foods after hard workouts are greens, and I tell my clients that even if you're eating. Um, for my clients that eat meat, I'm like lean and green after a workout. Make sure you're eating a lean piece of meat and make sure you're getting a big wad of greens. Those are your recovery meals. Helps replenish your red blood cells, helps rejuvenate cells when you're sleeping, um, and kiwi. If you can have some kiwi after a workout, vitamin C, and it helps you sleep better. Hmm. So yeah, it's it's awesome. But um, yeah, greens are my go-to after any type of hard workout. I can picture people thinking that you just have a big bag of spinach in your everywhere in your I bag go everywhere I go no no I mean <laughs> people actually think that though Probably, yeah. <laughs> Probably. but um no yeah greens are my uh, after especially after running and um when I was doing that training but even now after I do anything that's like hardcore um I make sure I'm getting a good amount of greens afterwards because that really helps with um your recovery it really does the chlorophyll and the greens and I even do take a chlorophyll supplement um, but yeah so do you take any other supplements I do I take a lot of supplements <laughs> can we, can, we uh, can you just list a few for okay for the um, so I take a maca supplement which is um, it helps with balance hormones um, I also take moringa Moringa is um, it's a like green leafy. It has um, it's the B12, so it's from the it's just a leafy plant that comes like it's cowies with the cowies. <laughs> um, I also take um, what else do I take? Take chlorophyll. I take something called baobab. Um, it has a lot of potassium in there, so potassium and calcium. Uh, it also has a lot of iron, so I take that. Um, I take um, ACI. So um, that's the green, all the, sorry, not the green, all the blues, the dark blues, like the berry, all the berries and things like that. It helps with boost the immune system. Um, what else do I take? I think those are my, I take wheatgrass. So I take a teaspoon of wheatgrass every morning um, and I take spirulina. Spirulina is great to the algae. Um, so it has lots of protein in that one there. And then obviously for the deep green, it's awesome for muscle recovery. So um, those are, I think that's what I take every morning in my smoothie. Were you adding more supplements as you got more information? Yeah. Well, I knew about these supplements, like like I said, like years ago. Years ago, um, I started um, learning about nutrition. Um, the, when I first started learning about nutrition, I kind of like, dived into it, was I was helping a cancer patient, and they were doing um, the homeopathic recovery, so everything had to be like, just like straight, um, as no, natural as possible. As natural possible. No sugars, no cooked food. Everything had to be. So I had to learn about all those supplements too, because some things you can't um, 
it was food co food combining. I had to learn about food combining. Um, so and that's how I learned about iron and how and vitamin C, right? So um, and then you can't have citrus with certain you know supple like things and things like that. So I learned about that. So. I, I had known about it years ago, but never thought it could apply to my fitness or to help me out. I thought it was for people more like that were ill, you know? So I, I never thought, you know, I would be taking these supplements. So when I started doing research for a client um, who was uh, having a hard time losing weight, like anything that she did, she just could not lose. She was doing the work. She was eating well, hitting her macros, doing the workouts, not losing one pound, but she was in a high stress job high stress job. This is why I always right? with the stress. Oh my goodness. So a Oh it is. So I was like that's it. Like you're doing everything right. So I'm going to do a little bit more like kind of delve in and do a little bit more research for her. And I got her on these supplements and I thought to myself, like why don't I why don't I take these supplements? I mean, they were like I'm going to be like I'll feel superhuman off of these things. So I started taking the supplements as well and it started working for her and she started losing weight and things like that. So um yeah, so that's how it that all started too. But those are those supplements I take every morning. Maca is like my number one. It's for hormone balancing. Oh my goodness, it's number one. So it's great. Um, if there's somebody out there that is wanting to transition, what kind of tips would you give them? Your maybe your top three. Top three. Number one is do your research before you before you kind of dive into this. Um, know what you're getting into. Um, it's you're gonna go through you're gonna go through some, some things. You know what I mean? And it's not all gonna be pleasant. It's not gonna be awesome. Um, I like, think everybody always thinks that. Yeah. Well, people on you, people on YouTube and people on like all those social medias and what they, they're like, I went like I went vegan and I lost ten pounds. Well, yeah, like how much, how much of that was inflammation though? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, so, so yeah. some things like I lost ten pounds. Yeah, no problem. But I still went through like a whole bunch of things, right? So um, just know what you're getting into. Know that there's going to be pros, there's cons, or your body's going to have to adjust to a lot of things, um, and and you'll have to go through that. Um, number two is your caloric intake changes. Um, I ended up starting, I had to eat way more food than, than I um, normally would. So say if I were eating like 1800 calories, well I was eating more like 2600 calories when I went off meat and eggs and things like that. So um, Is that to hit your macros and micros and everything? Yeah. And the reason why was because, because you're eating mostly like leafy greens and, and like you're eating like lots of fruits and vegetables, they're all low calorie, but they're more filling, right? They're high volume foods. So like your your stomach's like this big full of all this food that but you've only taken in 300 calories do you know what I mean so you're like oh my goodness I have like so much more to go so because you're eating such high volume foods at a low calorie you have to eat more often so people don't realize um how much more food you have to eat because everything is low calorie um and then the third thing hmm, that was the third thing first thing is do your research that second is high volume um Oh, the third thing is make sure you're like kind of talking to people. Um, always have somebody there to kind of talk to and like your pros and cons because you'll you'll need help. Not everybody will have the time like I do to like 
research and, and read and do all that kind of stuff. I, like, but they should, though. Like, they, they, should they, really should. they really right? should. They really should. They really should. But I know that they won't. Like, I have people who message me and say, this is what I'm going through, what's going on. And I'll have no problem, like, telling them, like, anytime you need, you have questions, text me. I'll, like, I'll give you anything I know, you know. So if you have somebody there to kind of help you out during the journey and your pros and cons and what your things that you're going through, you know, that's, it's always good to have a that's friend. That's definitely a, a problem with social media is everybody just wants to show their pros. Yeah. There's, like a, there's no mistakes. This person's yeah, perfect. Yeah. You know, but if you research the cons too, mm-hmm. I think that's really good for you. See, people don't think that there's like a, like a not, <laughs> negative No, they don't think like so, that, which yeah. is unfortunate because there is. And when you hit that and you decide that's where like do or die, like I'm either going to quit or I'm going to go for it, then I mean that's kind of unfortunate because you never know what what, what could have happened if you would have just kept on going or if you knew what to do if something went wrong. Right? That's where like the mindset kicks in where like if you make your mind up that you really want to do this, when mm-hmm. you hit those roadblocks and obstacles, yeah. you just got to battle through them and, t- and just tell yourself like I'm doing this for a reason, let's figure this out and yeah. get past it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Like people you have to you have to know like when you're when you decide to do this, when you're even like kind of thinking about it, start there. Like start kind of doing a little bit more reading or talking to a few more people and just when you're thinking about it so that you you're you're kind of going into it with all the information. You know what I mean? So you're not kind of just making this life decision. It's a life decision. Like it cuz it affects your family. Like my whole family was affected by me eating this way like you know what I mean so even now like I posted the other day like I always have a family member that like offers me meat every day (laughs) (laughs) I have a family member that tells everybody she doesn't eat meat like like, you know what I mean like always and then I have like another family member who's like wants to eat everything I'm eating you know like there's always that's going to happen and you're always going to get people who will criticize you all, and they and they any style well, though, right? The thing of it so. is, but the thing of it is, is that I think they're they think they're being helpful. It's not malice. Like there's not they're not coming at it's you. It's not constructive. They're not yeah, but they're but they they're secretly insulting you. But it, you, some things you have to kind of just take it. You know, Rush you just you just it. know that people don't know. And not everybody's the same, right? Mm-hmm. What we gotta understand for that, like I'm a seeker of knowledge, right? Mm-hmm. That's why I'm. I'm always interested in the different styles, how long people can, the pros and cons for each yeah. thing, why people give up on it. This is the thing that I like to research for being a trainer is yeah. trying to get more information to understand more people, right? Yeah. So. Well, to be honest, I've never been more criticized now the way I eat now than I did before. Like, first, eating meat versus not eating meat, I was never criticized for eating meat before. Now, not eating meat and dairy and eggs that I have people everybody has an opinion everybody has an opinion and it's fine like it's totally fine like it, you you want to think that way that's fine it's because it's out of the norm right yeah well the the norm yeah yeah so especially like that like now it's more accepted but when I first started it was like I remember when I I was training for a half marathon so I needed a lot of calories. Like I was eating more than 3,000 calories. So, um, and I needed a lot of carbs, but I didn't want to eat bread as my carbs. So I was eating a lot of um, bananas and mangoes and like high sugar, high um, carbohydrate. And I used to, <laughs> my mom used to go and like buy like, you know, like a box of bananas for me, right? <laughs> and so I was consuming that in like one week. 
And they were like, what is going on? Like, who's eating all these bananas? And my mom's like, my daughter's a marathon trainer. Why isn't she eating, like, bread? Like, you know what I mean? But um, I, I, that's the way when I, that, that's what I was eating when I was training for marathons. I don't eat that way now. Like, I eat totally different now. But um, people always had an opinion, like, bananas have so much sugar. You got to be careful with the sugar content in bananas. Or the piece of cake you're having right now. <laughs> like, which one's worse? But same thing. If you're, whatever you dive into, whatever your, your eating style is, someone's always going to have a comment. Yeah. I think we should just more support each other mm-hmm. on whatever style we want to do, right? If they have questions, they're going to, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. For me, I'm like all for questions. Like, message me, text me, like, any questions you have, if I can answer it, I totally will. I'm, I'm all about sharing. Like, even if I, like, read all the books and did all the things and you didn't read one book, I don't care. Come to me. I'll, I'll give you the if, if it's If it betters you, it helps you, I have no problem sharing information because sharing is caring. Speaking of which, <laughs> what are your plugs to get a hold of you? Um, like Instagram? Yeah, um, at strive for excellence underscore 360. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, I think um, I think that's going to do it. Yeah. If you guys have any more questions on eating vegan or anything, give a trace to the show. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the show. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you guys think. If you have any more questions for Teresa, or if you want to get in touch with her, you can find her on Instagram, at striveforexcellence underscore 360. And as always, you can find us on Instagram, at Ivy League Mindset. And if you want to get a hold of us personally, you can find Hawk, at HawkDation. And you can find myself, at FitDadDan. Until next time. Cheers, guys.